Hi everyone, welcome to SDGC. This is our Devil May Cry 5 review impressions and spoiler talk. Uh, this is Derek, and I'm here with Brandon and Justin. What's going on, guys? What up, dude? How's it going? <laughs> this is a surprisingly chill dude. What's up, dude? <laughs> um, so Especially all... in the context of Devil May Cry. Well, that's true. That's fair. All over the top. Turned yeah, up to 11. I know. So, um, I am curious... Uh, kind of where everybody all three of us have beaten the game right oh yeah yes okay cool um so i'm kind of curious where everybody's like level of familiarity with devil may cry was before playing five uh brandon i know you had said you were a long time series fan yeah right? it was the first so when i bought my playstation 2 in 2001 the only games i got with it were zone of the enders with the mgs2 demo and a pre-order on the original devil may cry that was it <laughs> So I started right from like day one. Yeah, Justin. Now I don't really know for sure where you stand on this. Um. So I got into the series when the HD collection came out on PS3. Um. So this is kind of a weird one for me because DMC came out shortly after that. Yeah, that was like what 2012 or something. Something like that. 2013, I think. It was 2012, 2013. I can't remember. Um. Right around when DMC came out, yeah. Yeah, so it was like the summer before DMC. So uh-huh. I yeah, kind of marathoned the original trilogy, and then I picked up DMC at launch. I and played DMC two is really short, right? You can beat that one in like three yeah. or four hours. Thank God. Yeah, and then I I played. <laughs> I've never I played, played it. Don't <laughs> don't. Yeah. Exactly. I, I uh, <laughs> my experience with DMC two is weird because like it, Capcom didn't market it at all when it was like a new game, and just, yeah. the first I ever heard of it was the bad reviews. It was such such a weird thing, but yeah. So I played the original trilogy. Then I played DMC at release. Um, then I played the definitive edition of DMC when that came out. The Devil May Cry Four Special Edition when that came out this gen. And so, like, this is the first numbered Devil May Cry that has come out since I've been into the series. Okay, but you did get into it before five. You just got in with the HD collection. Um, yes. Is there any of the main any of the games that any of us haven't played? I know Brandon, you said you haven't played yeah, just, two, just two, because I knew to stay away. Which, by the way, let's talk about how amazing the mention of two is. If you watch the like <laughs> that six the, minute preview the, video, the so in Story Devil May Cry recap. Five, there's like an option on the menu for like history of Devil May Cry for new players. They also and the put Devil... that same video on their YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. The Devil May Cry 2 one is literally just demons attacked again, yeah. Dante stopped them. Yeah. And That's boom, it. Moving on to Devil May Cry That's all you now. need to know, although I do hope and wish that like Lucia would come forward into the modern games, because I think that you could do that without having the baggage of 2 attached. Uh, but, I mean, that's a whole nother It pretty much would be, like, rebooting her. Yeah, basically. Um, I mean, not that there's much, like, character continuity in the series anyway. Right. What what does Trish in 5 have to do with Trish in 1? Right. I mean, Trish ever since the original, like, which really just is in 4 and then 5. She's just there. She's just, like, part of the the crew at this point. Like, they've turned turned Devil May Cry into kind of like a band. The gang. The gang's all here. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Big time. So like Trish Especially is, with the van. I mean, now that they travel, now that they got the van, van yeah, right. Exactly. Trish is just the bass player, is what she is. Like, but um, okay. So all of us, all of us have played a lot of Devil May Cry before. All of us love the series. Um, 
So I want to. I and guess just the like, whole genre in general. Like, oh I've yeah, although know, I mean, out of all the platinum games, Metal Gear Rise very little tickles the same place that uh, Devil May Cry does. But yeah, I yeah, mean, character that, action games in general. That HD collection was actually because I had always been put off by everybody saying how hard a lot of character action games were. Um, Specifically, like, Ninja Gaiden 1 and Devil May Cry 3. Yeah. 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 So, like, that had always put me off. So um, I decided to give it a shot with that HD collection, and that was kind of, like, when I got into the genre. So I've played quite a few since then, but, like, that was kind of my jumping-off point. Gotcha. So I figure what we'll do is we will start by talking about um, kind of the game in a more general sense, uh, spoiler-free, uh, we liked, what we didn't like, what worked, how it made us feel, um, and then we can move uh, at the very end to some mild spoiler discussions about some of the stuff that happens over the course of the game, or just some stuff that can't be spoken about without revealing some plot stuff. Um, so, I just want to say, and, I, and I'm curious if you guys feel the same way, um, my feelings about Devil May Cry 5, that opening credits bit where they actually play the opening credits to Devil Trigger and the vans flipping through midair in slow-mo, there was an awakening moment there. <laughs> that that scene might be just one of, if not my favorite cutscene ever. Like, it was so good. <laughs> that made me fully realize, like, oh shit, Devil May Cry is really back. Um, because that, I don't like to constantly sling shit at DMC, the reboot, but that opening cutscene was everything I love about Devil May Cry that was absent from that reboot attempt. Um, and it's kind of the silliness and the energy. Um, I mean, it's a slow motion credits crawl as the dude dances around in slow-mo in midair across a tumbling van. And then, you know, Nico in the van, like, reaching out with her mouth to pluck the cigarette out of midair. And it's all and... in real time. <laughs> yeah, yeah like... Like, like, that shit would have been pre-rendered last time. It looks so good. I know. And, like, the all the slow engine. motion. Like, you can like, see every detail on oh. slow motion. Like, I think that's probably where we should start off with the graphics talk, right? Yeah, because um, that's one of the first things that hit me, is it's a beautiful game. Mind-blowing yeah, like, real-time graphics. Like, this game looks insane. And it's running at 60 FPS. Um, Higher than that, I mean, I was 60 FPS on console. That's another question. How did everyone play it? It's up to snuff, yeah, for sure. Like, how did, literally, how did everyone only... play it? I played I, it on was... PS4 Pro. Okay. Yeah, PC. Locked, I was also PC. Max settings, 144 frames. Yeah. The good yeah, stuff. Like, like, this game, like, on consoles, this game's pushing a high resolution for each console that it runs yeah, at. Gameplay runs pretty smoothly it's, at... It's native 4K on Xbox One X and reconstructed uh, It's reconstructed 4K. On Xbox One X? On Xbox One X. It's reconstructed 1800 on Pro. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but it, it's keeping it 60 frames even on, like, the base consoles, correct? Yeah, the Xbox One S has a little bit of issues, but it's still running very high 50s. Um, but and they're still going for 1080p on both base consoles, right? Yeah, it's native on the base PS4 and reconstructed oh, 1080p on the Xbox One. Okay. I mean, that's insane. Oof. And this game is so... I mean, the real-time faces on this... I've seen comparisons where they take like this a screenshot of a character from Devil May Cry 5... And then compare that to like a, a pre-rendered 
CGI movie. Yeah, Digital Foundry used Advent Children. Yeah, yeah, they used Advent Children. And Devil May Cry broadly looks better in a lot of ways. Way better, yeah. Except for like the hair. Like they mentioned the hair, aliasing the hair. And hair is always going to be a difficult thing to to do in real time. So, but I mean, that's, I mean, Capcom, the RE engine is a monster for being able to make this game. Um, And the particle effects are insane too, especially like in some of the boss fights. Like and the fact that they can handle like some of these just gigantic screen filling particle effects and still run smoothly. All of these particles and splashes and like energy effects and it's all very pretty and very flashy and very stylish. Um, you know, everything about all of the menus and the um, interface elements are constantly moving um, from stuff like when you're playing as Nero and you rev the sword and you have the motorcycle exhaust pipes up in the corner that rev up and, and start to glow like which that's not really a, a technically difficult thing so much as it is a an attention to detail and style um, that is just I, I think is 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 very it permeates the entire game. Yeah, I was I was talking to my roommate and I said like I've never seen a game that tried so hard to make like it look like it doesn't give a fuck and that everything's effortless. Oh, yeah, I was, know. Yeah. I, yeah. Definitely. And it also helps that da- having Dante as a character cuz that's always been his persona. Yeah. yeah. That laid back. He's not even trying. He this yep. is just what he is. Um yep. I will He's also just a say, demonic force. Yeah, it helps that I thought that the performances broadly were really really good. There's some points where lip motions don't match up very well and then there's parts where it matches up like perfectly so i got kind of thrown off by that stuff i know there's some issues with like desync and some of the cutscenes on pc there's also Um, oh okay (laughs) i didn't run into that problem thank god but i know who who did it was matt yeah, I think I think Maddie was saying he got it pretty bad. And it, it, it's apparently it's the same. If you have the problem in Resident Evil Two, you will have the problem in Devil May Cry. And I didn't have the problem in okay, either. I must not have had the problem it's, in either one. It's then. weird. Yeah, it's a weird issue. Yeah, it's that's a weird PC only issue. But um, but I thought like the voice performances were really good. I thought a lot of the general yeah. acting was really good. See, I, I, know, I don't even mind Nico's accent. I yeah, mean, Nico's accent is bullshit. Like, but that's okay. It's silly, it's, but it's, 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 not a, yeah, it's not a real accent. It's Devil like, May Cry. Like, nothing yeah. about not, the game is real. It doesn't. Yeah. Take place. Do you think anybody? Do you think Johnny Young Bosch sounds like Nero twenty four seven? No, yeah, it's no. this overly breathy. Like, you know, he sounds like a fucking anime character, and he's supposed to. Um, I really yeah. liked Nero in Her this game, the by game. the way. Like, oh yeah, I thought his performance. His performance, I thought, in particular, really stood out. Um, the, the, the performance was good, yeah. As, as a written is character, a top-tier voice actor. So. They, they pushed the, uh, what was it, the thing Dante says to him at the beginning that he, like... The dead weight. <laughs> dead yeah, weight. Dead weight. He, yeah, I feel like they, they pushed that dead weight thing. A, a little hard. Yeah. But, you know, he's a kid with a chip on his shoulder, yeah, so yeah, I kind of yeah, get I, it. I get it. I get it. But, um... Yeah, I think the game's beautiful. I think the 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 soundtrack of the game kicks all kinds of ass. Um, the I know one thing that everybody obviously loved Devil Trigger, but um, Dante's battle theme that got a lot of hate. It works uh, in the game. For sure. I think it works better. Well, and I think the new vocals work yeah. better. I didn't even I realize think, they were new. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the new vocal track helped a lot. Like they're not even hugely different. They're just slight. They're basically just like slightly cleaned up, and I thought it just sounded a it's lot. It's a better little more traditional metal to me than yeah. like it's a little less screechy, and I, I think that I don't know. Like that's always been Dante's kind of style. I mean, you listen to like 
the the Devil May Cry three battle theme, and I mean, there's a lot of like screaming and and growling in that, and you just accept like if that's not your kind of music, that's like oh okay, but that new vocal track just works a lot better for me. Um, but like everything about the presentation, I loved. But presentation aside, Devil May Cry games like this live and die on their gameplay. Um, now, how did you guys feel about combat in general? Uh, Brandon, how about you go ahead first? Yeah, it's um, a little inconsistent because of the three character system, which obviously, you know, Devil May Cry 4 took it to the two characters. And I. So they make meaningful additions to Dante and Nero. And then obviously, V is the new character, and he has a different playstyle from any other action game, sort of. Yeah, I've not, I mean, I've played like kind of arena fighters with characters like him where the main guy is supposed to stay back and, and his attacks just make other characters fight. Um, but yeah, the new character V having this very like summon focused stay back and let the, the, the other guys do the work and he only has to pop in to finish them off. Um, yeah. I, I feel like my, I, you know, everyone sort of has the same opinion. I mean, he's sort of like the easy mode. You just mash X and Y yeah. and you get SSSs all over the place. Yeah, and when they turn gray-purple, you 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 uh, lock on and hit B, and he teleports in and, and finishes yeah. him off. So, um, but I mean, it was a nice breakup. It's a variety. I mean, it's a cool variety. I, I just don't feel like it. Maybe it has the depth of it, but you know, they put Dante in the game for depth. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say you still have Dante and Nero, who are just tremendously yeah, deep Nero has characters. Yeah, Nero has himself. Um, but the uh, the Devil Breakers new that's his big new mechanic from four yeah the new arms the only thing i didn't like about the double breakers um which are, yeah, you can't switch them the only thing you can do is you can break them and move to the next one in line and if yeah. you pick one up then you automatically equip it and it goes on top that of the is one of those mechanics that like people right now so right now people are saying like why can't you do it and then people are saying oh because it would break the game this way it'd break the game that way but you know what it's one of those things when devil may cry 5 special edition comes out you that's will be gonna get to you yeah. will be able to switch your Devil Breakers with the D-pad. I don't think that Quote the Devil Breakers now. break combat anywhere near as much as, for example, the ability to max out the um, the Exceed gauge after almost any attack. Every attack. If your timing yeah. is good. Um, you know, that's by far one of the most broken abilities you can get as Nero. And yeah, I you think get, you get a rank up. A style rank for every hit yeah and then i think like 90 percent of people as far as i can tell that i've watched seem to not do a good job of really even playing with nero's rev up gauge um oh yeah it, you know because i remember when i first started playing devil may cry 4 it took me a long time like i was doing the i was you know pressing the left bumper after every attack like right from the beginning with five but i remember playing a lot of four without ever doing it yeah yeah, that's something I'm kind of trying to train myself on my current playthrough to do more. Yeah, now, um, so like I said, Nero obviously has gotten some some meaningful adjustments from 4, where not only does he have, you know, the, the ability to do aerial combat out of the gate, which, you know, Dante traditionally isn't as good at, and um, thank God he still has the actual grapple hook grab. Yeah, um, so um, we might as well... In case anybody's unfamiliar, how Nero works in this game. In Devil May Cry 4, he had a demon arm, and it, it's a major story beat that he loses that arm in 5. Um, and early. so it gets like, like opening cutscene early. Yeah, he's yeah. missing it from the moment he shows up. Yeah, he's missing explain. it when he shows up, and then in, in like the prologue section, and then you get the flashback to what happened, um, like in the first mission. <laughs> um, so he had 
Nico, who is basically basically Nero's Q, who drives the van at this point, yeah. uh, has developed a bunch of robot arms. The that crazy he can southern use. lady you either love or hate. She is she is pure love or hate. There's yeah. no yeah. Around yeah. With Nico. <laughs> um so like he so he has the so those are the the um the devil breakers um that we're talking about. Yes. Yes. And um, so he's got he's got that is his new mechanic and that stacks on top of still having the grapple that he had before, still having the the exceed gauge where he can rev up the handle of the sword and power up his attacks. Um, and he unlocks a spoiler mechanic after you beat the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, re- um, we'll talk about it more when we get into the spoiler stuff. But like replays with Nero feel very different because you get to take some new abilities that you don't unlock till the very end. He has so you. many different mechanics layered on top of each other, which yeah. is kind of a good contrast to Dante, who Dante really only has a very basic like concept of a move set. Like you you have style switching, except for the fact that you can Weapon, change gun between switching and sword switching. swords That's and guns, you know, and it's it's a matter of where you take a base concept of you have four styles to swap between that basically adjust how one button works. But then you've also got all these different weapons to juggle on top of that, that you can combine in any number of different ways. And it's like Dante offers you this, instead of being a bunch of different mechanics layered on top of each other, he's one concept that spreads super far in every direction. You can't button you mash with Dante. No, you just, no, won't no, do anything. No. It won't. It won't do anything. Like but you have to. You have to like think about what moves you're doing. Yeah, and it's gonna be interesting because I think a lot of people who are not very familiar with Devil May Cry get to start with Nero, who I think is very approachable on a base level, and then they end up with Dante, and Dante, in all but his Swordmaster style, cannot attack like sustain attacks in the air um so for a lot of people they're gonna maybe get used to trying out these flashy aerial combos and then realizing they have to reapproach everything as dante um in a way that like i don't think v deprograms you right because v is very simple so it's very easy to get to his sections and just move through them but with dante you have to deprogram yourself from nero i agree um, to be good with him yeah and like v kind of I think V is a really good addition um, just for like n- new players because he ha- he shares a lot of the same inputs as Dante and Nero for doing a lot of the attacks, but isn't, you know, so much up in the middle of everything like they are. Um, but you don't play as him until like a third of the way through the game for the first time. Yeah. Dante is like straight up half. Like yeah, Dante's yeah. And when Dante finally shows up, it's like this beautiful. Like, yes, it's good to play as him again. But whether you, I, I wonder how this is for people who have not been playing a lot of Devil May Cry. Because for me, getting like getting that cutscene where you're coming into the Devil May Cry offices and you know Dante's kicked back in the chair. Oh yeah, that's a great like cutscene. and him kind of chatting with Morrison. Yeah, that whole big cutscene. To me, it was it was I'm falling in love with this guy all over again. Um, yeah, and I don't see yeah, how you can right. experience that cutscene and not just be like, oh, this is the coolest motherfucker on the planet. I mean, uh, yeah, game... like just the, the whole concept of Dante, like running a demon hunting business is very cool. And I feel like the series kind of got away from that a little bit. I mean, you know, Devil May Cry 3 made a big deal because it's Dante's origin story. And it was a big deal in, in one. But like, you know, in four and five. I, it, so they didn't mention like devil may cry like 
and all in four. Yeah, right. exactly. In four. Yeah. So it was nice to see that come back in five. There's that cutscene uh, of them being at the office and, and leaving briefly, but they don't really mention that it's a business. They don't have like a, a, a gig going on. It's just kind of yeah. like, what's up? We're the, we're the Scooby-Doo gang and we, you know, show yeah. up and solve mysteries. Yeah, I, I like that they bring that back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. Like this game in a lot of ways really does feel like a love letter to the fans of Devil May Cry. And like, and it's not also just focused on specific parts that people might have specific nostalgia for. It really seems like a love letter to all of Devil May Cry, except for two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think every piece of like fan service that's in there, like they found a good way to fit it in and it, it, it works rather than being like, okay, we had to reference this. So yeah. 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 I think, I yeah, think like three character system also, um, is neat because you know each character is very distinct from one another um each character you know kind of caters to entirely different play styles and skill levels so i think um you know no matter whether you're somebody that like does style contest stuff or you might just be like starting off with the series like you can feel good yeah, you could, like there's plenty of stuff in this game for you to feel good and have fun with and look stylish doing, which I do really appreciate. You can get D ranks and still feel good. Yeah, yeah. and like also, um, you know, this game kind of approaches difficulty, I think, a bit differently than some of the other games. Because um, your first playthrough is only going to be on human or devil hunter. Um, so, you know, they're not it's not like super, super taxing for this for, for that first playthrough. And I'm going through on Son of Sparta now. And that really, yeah. really kicks things up. That's the like, way to play. But you've got to you've got to play yeah. the game. You have to know the enemies and know your character. To yeah, because it, it, um, it basically remixes every encounter. It's yeah. like there's enemies popping up early, way, way earlier. Um, there's different numbers of enemies. Boss fights feel very different. And that's the right way to do it. Instead yeah. of just making yeah. you attack the same enemies just more times than you did on the previous difficulty, like they, they really make it worth, you know, yeah. another playthrough. Yeah, like, so it kind of, like, it breaks some of the monotony of, like, replaying, and it really feels like the first playthrough is, okay, I want to see the story, I want to watch these fun cutscenes, and I want to learn how these characters play. And then it feels like if you go on the second playthrough on higher difficulty, it feels like, okay, now I need to get good. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say a first playthrough is a tutorial, but it's a primer. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And it's not going to be, despite the series, like, reputation for being really difficult. Um, even, even going straight to Devil Hunter, I don't think is really that hard. Um, yeah. like, uh, I mean, even, even by Devil May Cry series standards devil hunter is not difficult yeah yeah but i mean like i think people who are new to these kinds of games can jump in the the human difficulty doesn't like talk down to them so it doesn't make you feel like you're playing on baby mode um but like Although regardless there, there, sorry not to say that it's baby mode or anything there is an assist mode if um you're not able to or don't want to learn combos and stuff there is an automatic assist mode for yeah, that was those right, that was right there yeah. from Devil May Cry One, because I yes. in two thousand one I played DMC One on easy automatic difficulty. Yeah, so but that's still that's bad. still in there, um, but that's not forced on you on human. Like if you wanted to play on human just to learn the basics, uh, you can absolutely do that. So yeah. there's a lot of options for um, for difficulty on top of 
you know, stuff, which yeah. is very cool. I will also say um, I appreciated the the bosses. I think all the bosses, for the most part, were pretty well designed and pretty fun to There's fight. A lot of them, yeah. with the exception of um, it's like I almost think, one boss per I level. Think, I think Malthus was the only one that I really fought that I thought was was maybe not a very well designed boss to me. Um, yeah, they were still fun, but yeah, they weren't still as fun, good as the others. Yeah, I, I felt like that was maybe the one that had the least actual opportunities for me to do cool stuff like parry or use the boss's abilities against that, them you know that was the that, that's the lady chicken right yeah yeah um towards <laughs> towards the end towards not the really end yeah plot relevant or anything just one of the yeah. later bosses um but uh you know and there's some good like fan service bosses that that uh will will make fans very happy um the the other I mean, thing I'll even say, like these summoned pets are oh yeah they're shadow and the griffin and nightmare from, yeah from devil may cry one two of the bosses and then one of the mini bosses from devil may cry one yeah. so i mean it's it's there's a ton of little fan service moments in there story-wise i don't know about you guys i felt like it was a very simple and basic story um it's it's everyone's been joking that it's just dragon ball z the, the tree of might but in devil may cry form um i mean it like the story is you're climbing a tree to kill a demon. Yeah, there's there's like, a tree that is no going to make a fruit. This plot whatsoever. There's just, a tree that's um, sucking people's life. That's going to make a fruit. That's going to turn the demon into the super powerful. It's literally the tree <laughs> of might, but like drenched in a little bit of DMC, DMC lore. Um, Blair, yeah. But I think it was told well. And, and I think where a lot of reviewers were talking about, they thought it was a really good story. I think the way I would maybe specify it is like, it was a, it was a simple story. It was told well. Like every time characters got to interact, I mean, like, I wasn't re reaching for the escape key in any of the cutscenes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I no, like watching the characters try. There's way more cutscenes than you would expect for Devil May Cry. Game. Quite, yeah, quite. I, it, I feel like the, actually the series has always been cutscenes. The series has had a lot of cutscenes, but like I, this one, people don't like, think that though. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't. They they think of them as very story like games, but they're yeah, because like not. even in like DMC one, like you're you're going from room to room, like you go from every room had a cutscene, like Dante like impaling himself on rebellion and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I forgot about. I okay, that's like right in the beginning of the game. Yeah. There's cutscenes all over the place. Yeah, but um. I really, really enjoyed watching the cutscenes in this one. They're they, well I thought they, were, they're, they don't overstay their welcome. Yeah. And they're, good performances help that a lot. So Yeah, good performances. They're well directed too. Um I, I re I really, really enjoyed what like especially the ones with action scenes and some of the sillier moments and stuff. Those were all very, very well done and I enjoyed watching every yeah. single one of them. Was, I laughed. There were some funny scenes yeah. in this game. Oh, that, there's there's one in particular that'll have to be part of the spoiler. Well, I mean, it's no, like no. literally the very, very end. The very end one yeah. had me like right rolling, before the end, dude. Credits. Like There's rolling. a very, very good scene. Um, <laughs> I won't, <laughs> I won't, you know, talk about sp the spe specifics of that scene, but like that one was so like the way those two actors were even playing off of each other for that scene was like one of the better comedy scenes I have seen in a game. Yeah, it's a great rapport like, between the it two. Was, it was a legit good bit that was well executed and well acted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so we don't have a ton of time left, but I want to go to the spoilery section uh, to talk about some of the stuff that happened. Really, the only major plot stuff that happens is right at the end of the game, to be honest. But um, so if you have not played the game or you've not beaten the game, I, I do highly recommend that you do so 
before you come to this part, but if spoilers don't bother you, they re- yeah, like the, the plot kind of meanders and it does a lot of flashbacks for like 15 missions and then it all kicks yeah. off. In like and the, the last... big twist. So the big twist obviously is that the demon King is Virgil and V is Virgil. Um, How many characters in Devil May Cry start with the letter V? Yeah, <laughs> we have I, it, it, like if you don't know who, if you don't know who V is, you just haven't thought about Vante. it. Like, yeah, no, it, it it's it's so funny how they tried to pretend that was a secret because like I remember the initial trailer was like, "Who's this mysterious guy in a you know in a hood?" And I'm like, "Okay, this is going to be the big bad for this game." And then yeah, you know, he takes he takes Nero's arm and takes Yamato away and says, I'm taking this back. It's obviously Virgil. Yeah, um, like like the fact that, OK, in the very first like this is a mission one, like end of mission one or start of mission two cutscene where you see him take uh, take the arm of Nero and then it turns into his signature weapon. And then he does one of his signature moves to teleport out of the, out of the area. And then they still have very, very distinctive voice. It would only be a real plot twist to someone who is coming into five as their first game in the series. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say that I wasn't hundred percent sure how V was connected to Virgil. Um, I was thinking maybe like another kid or something, but uh, yeah, I, I was th- I was I was hoping they wouldn't go as obvious with it as Yeah, they. yeah, but so him literally just being the human half of Virgil after he like splits apart and then he rejoins in the end and we finally for the first time since the end of Devil May Cry 3, which is the origin point of the series, have like a complete whole living Virgil again back in the world yeah. of Devil May Cry. No and, more Nero Angelo. Yeah, and I guess he's Neil, just Nilo, what was it? Nilo Nello Angelo. Nello Angelo, yeah. And I guess he's just a fucking good guy now, kind of. Kind of, even though he killed a lot of people yeah. in this game. But then again, so did, <laughs> yeah, he's so not did very Vegeta. Happy. He's not a very happy person at yeah. the end of the game. Like, <laughs> he's kind of like the Vegeta of Devil May Cry at this yeah, point. Yeah, basically, they, they just want an eternal He's a terrible person, Dante but like... Virgil. They just want to fight forever. Yeah, but at this point, they've turned it where he's clearly like, look, I'm not trying to end shit, I just really want to fight Dante. Yeah, they just like fighting. They just yeah, like... An eternal and- battle. And I guess kind of because they separated him out into, like, the demon half and the human half. And, like, V was, you know, re- kind of regretful of stuff and everything. It kind of excuses because Virgil. Because he was weak. Him- yeah. <laughs> kind of excuses Virgil himself. Yeah, kind of. Kind but of. Once he got yeah. his power back, he wasn't apologetic anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, but, yeah, by I, the end, once you've done the final fight, like, Dante and, and Virgil are are teaming up as battle brothers, you know, to to destroy the tree and um like i guess that's our I status quo from here out maybe like two or three chapters it did feel like it ended just a little i would have yeah. liked but i mean like the character story is over if there's no other big boss like how much fun would it be to be like oh yeah now we're gonna go fight a bunch of generic demons you've already fought and yeah and break I, exactly like when, when you have virgil as the final boss the game has to end there yeah, yeah. i understand and you have you fight him two missions in a row too <laughs> like really? yeah um I mean, basically, but that second one, that that mission, mission, the final mission where you get to be Nero and finally use Devil Trigger, and you have an unlimited Devil Trigger gauge, and you can just unload on him. Like it's it's so much fun. It's very cathartic. Soundtrack is good for that fight. Yeah, the soundtrack was really good. That was the like remixed version of Devil Trigger. Yeah, it's called Silver Bullet. Yeah, uh, that and uh, what was the 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 motorcycle boss fight? Uh, the Cavalier. Angelo. Oh, Cavalier Angelo. Cavalier Angelo. Yeah, yeah the the that That's was a really good. good. When the, when the awesome. soundtrack gets ripped, like I I've been looking on YouTube and they still don't have any soundtracks up. Yeah. Um, but I want to hear those rips. Yeah, that that final mission twenty also had just such an awesome description. Like, 
there will be no <laughs> fratricide this day. Yeah. I don't. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, like it's. Man. PC um, load times are too quick to read the description. Oh no, honestly, they, with an SSD, it was like less than a second. I yeah, never yeah. read any um, of the tips. Yeah, it's like tips. it's like a description about how you know Nero's power has fully awakened, and he you know needs to get between his two family members. And then just the last line is, "There will be no fratricide this day." I just needed them to throw in that the gamers have risen, and honestly, <laughs> it would have been completed. <laughs> but but um, yeah, like so. So this I was is a really, really ex- weird status quo for us to be at yeah. for whatever comes next. It, the, the, Virgil has been this kind of like sword of Damocles hanging over our heads for so long, and he's Please back God, and don't taken let care it take of. Eleven years. Yeah, well, yeah. that too. But and now he's just. Can you imagine of, like Devil May Cry Six in twenty thirty? Please oh. no. Please. I can't like, yeah, believe now it's it was eleven years like, between four and five. Like, yeah, like uh-huh. the end really did kind of feel like passing the baton off a bit to Nero. However, sure. oh, yeah. Dante and Virgil are still around. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. They're just going to keep but doing the, what they've Dante done with Dante 4 and 5, play. where yeah. you start as Nero and you move on to the people that are like you're deeply in love with. But um, one last yeah, thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't think Dante would be a playable character in a DMC6. Yeah. One, one last. Like after you beat the campaign. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One last thing I want to hit up before we have to cut out of here. Um, is uh we recently they had the announcement of bloody palace mode is coming as a free update uh for those of you don't know bloody palace is basically like a survival and endless survival mode um it's like a hundred levels of increasingly challenging enemies yeah and it's just hey i want to sit down and they're mixed in there and yeah and you can pick any of the characters and and it's it's good post game content and it's yeah it's just straight up and it's no level design just fight yeah, just kill shit. Um, and I think that's a really cool thing for them to do because traditionally that's the kind of thing that would be hidden behind a special edition. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on that, right? That's always been a special well, edition I, I upgrade. Was, uh, I think was initially... To have it? Was it three that was, was the first three, one to have it? I think. I think I'm it was three, it but kind of since then it's been a... Oh, secret. okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. Devil May Cry two had a bloody palace. Get well, that's oh, why that's, I don't remember. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. So yeah. yeah, Devil May Cry two. There's nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine floors. That's a waste nope. of effort for that game. Yeah. <laughs> so and it, Devil May Cry three bloody palace was available in the SE, but not the original. It also has nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine floors. And I DMC, think they said the five one is a hundred floors. DMC yeah, DMC four had one hundred one floors, and five will be a hundred. Yeah. But, um. um and people did do some data mining, and in Bloody Palace stuff, there's also Virgil will of be a playable character. Apparently, Virgil playable, so which yeah. is exciting because oh, Virgil's always a ton of fun DLC to play. For sure. yeah. um, the fact that he wasn't in Devil May Cry 4's uh, special edition, right? Didn't he only get Chris added is... down the road? He, in the... I think he got added into the. Fo- I think there's five playable characters in the four. SE. Yeah, but I thought Virgil only got added to the remaster. I don't. Yeah. Th- I thought it was just Trish and Lady that got added for special edition originally, or unless I'm drunk. I didn't even know Trish there and Lady. Was, were there wasn't yeah. a special edition until the remaster. Okay. Okay. So That's what the it remaster was. initially added. So initially it was just Dante Nero. They added in Virgil, and then they also added in Trish and Lady. Okay, I've got my timeline um, all messed up on that then. Yeah. So man, what will DMC five special edition be? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Virgil, Trish, Play and Lady Dante. were all added to uh, the DMC4 Special Edition. And that's actually kind of brings me to a point that kind of... My one kind of complaint is that Lady and Trish were in this game and did nothing. Yeah, I like I'd that. like to see them at least Literally, get out of the Bloody Palace. except lose their clothes. Yeah, yeah. They, they, 
they're like, and that was a bummer because I think they're really cool. And the fact that they had been added in as playable in the special edition of four made me think, oh, hey, they're going to have a bigger role come forward. And they're yeah. still basically just Bond girls that I'm going to hold out less hope than Bond girls. that somebody gets to do a like Devil May Cry Trish and Lady spinoff would be bad as yeah. fuck. But yeah, I. And like the post credit scene kind of seemed like it was setting something up. I would love to see something else with Trish and Lady. Yeah. Um, so like that's kind of that was kind of my one big bummer because they just were, you know, hidden naked inside a couple bosses and then just hung out in the van. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that and they're, some you know, not some, at full strength. Uh, that and some some slightly wonky camera issues sometimes uh, during fights were about my only real complaints about the game. Otherwise, I mean, I was blown away. I had a great time. I'm going to end up replaying it a couple times. I'm going to dig into Bloody Palace. I can't wait for it. Um, I was very, very pleased with how 5 turned out. Absolutely. Worth the wait. Absolutely. And I I know for me, um, I know it's a point of contention, but I liked DMC a lot. Um, and it was like an eight. The special edition was, was, is a much better game. Yeah. And it's a good game in its own right. Um, and I felt like, you know, there were a couple nice aesthetic nods and kind of, you know, a couple of the ways that Nero's moves felt, I thought felt like, especially the grapple and stuff kind of felt like a bit of a nod to some of the DMC stuff, which I appreciated. I think like like Dante's EX color is, I think a reference it feels like, you know, um, but um, so, but I really, really liked this game. Uh, I super, super into it. I, I have not been able to play anything else since it came out. Um, <laughs> and I'd say it's even not. It's it's relatively friendly for new people to jump into. Yeah. Um. I don't play many games that have this much mechanical depth. Um, and like fighting games and stuff like that. This game to me is something I'm going to play a ton because it just feels so good to play and i want to keep getting better and it's really rare that games come out that hit me like that um, the announcer is one yes. of the best announcers in in any game like oh, you know so like i'm comparing it to fight style. yeah comparing it to like fighting game announcers and and online fps announcers Dude, like oh. Unreal tournament shit the devil may cry 5 announcer is right up there he's with so all good. of them he's so and good. it yeah like every time you get a new style rank like he builds the hype yeah. And the way the music gets mixed in, um, as you like, as your style as increases, you, as your styles goes up, and then when you hit the S ranks, chorus then, like, time, the chorus Let's explodes. Go. Yeah, the chorus, yes. Like, um, just everything about this game feels really satisfying. I love the style. Um, you know, my complaints were, you know, Trish and Lady didn't do much. And then, you know, a lot of the levels were very samey. And it is bit... it is destroyed city streets. Yeah. yeah. With entire weird game gray is vines. destroyed city streets. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot um, of gray, but whereas like know. even you know, Devil May Cry four had a lot of churches you're going through, like all sorts of There's a forest and stuff in and four. And there also yeah, there's like a jungle in four. But um overall, this game was extremely good. Um Brandon, what are your final thoughts? Um, I, I loved it. Capcom is on a roll. Feels good with the Resident Evil 2 re- recently. And, you know, so I, I, I hope Capcom just keeps giving us good fan service stuff in the future. How many, how many thumbs up, y'all? Two. Two? Is that, is that the number that humans have? <laughs> we good with that? <laughs> just, yeah. You can pull my devil trigger. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, guys. So that's, I mean, we could go on about this for hours, but that's about, we'll, we'll just be retreading how much we love this game. Devil May Cry 5, fantastic. It's out on everything but the Switch at this point. Um, and I think it's absolutely worth you looking into if you want to just feel like a badass. That's all I have to say. Agree? Disagree? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. All and right. then a good follow-up is Metal Gear Rising. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. That's that's the, the cigarette if you, you smoke if afterwards. If you play Devil May Cry and you want <laughs> some more, look towards Platinum. Yes, absolutely. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, we're going to hopefully do some more of these review discussions as time goes on and make this a more regular thing over written reviews. Uh, thank you for listening or watching, depending on the outlet that you are on. Uh, that's all we got for today. Have a good one, y'all.